Take your team to new heights with training you can trust from CBTC. Unlock your team's potential with affordable seminars and customized training in topics like leadership, safety, manufacturing, transportation, and technology. CBTC is more than a provider. We are your partner for talent upskilling, licensure renewal, recertification, and much more. Discover the impacts that come with our training, from heightened productivity to enhanced teamwork and a commitment to a safer workplace. Visit cbtc.edu slash workforce solutions to get started today. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another installment of the Let the Kids Play Sports Podcast, the podcast that gets my perspectives on sports. I'm Derek. My dad, Scott, will be joining me throughout the episode. And before we get started, let me preface with this. If my voice is sounding a bit off today, that's why, because I've been having a bit of a cough and it's just played a bit of a toll on how I've been speaking recently. But either way, we've got sports to talk about. We got NHL going on, as well as what I have done with my hockey. Kicking it off in the NHL with just some standings to start off. Over in the Atlantic Division, Boston's on top at 17-5-3 on 37 points. They're followed by Florida, who's coming off a win the night before this recording. They're now 16-8-2 on 34 points. In third, we got the Detroit Red Wings. We've got some stuff to talk about with the Patrick Kane move and all that later on. They're sitting at 14-7-4 with 32 points. With Toronto in four at 13-6-4 on 30 points. The Tampa Bay Lightning are in fifth. They're 12, 11, and 5, right behind them on 29 points. Then it's a bit of a drop-off, a four-point drop-off to be specific, down to the Montreal Canadiens, who are 11, 12, and 3 on 25 points. Buffalo is second to last in the Atlantic at 11, 4, and 14 and 2. 24 points, so right behind Montreal. And in last in that division, it's the Ottawa Senators at 10, 11, and nothing. Yet to win and yet to lose in the extra session. Our Ottawa, your thoughts on the Atlantic division? Well, let's take a, take a look there and follow up what you had talked about in the Atlantic uh, Division. Uh, again, Boston off to a good start like they had a year ago, though not quite as, uh, as uh, feverish as it was. You know, very tight between one through four. In fact, one through five. Uh, Montreal's in that, uh, in that conversation as well. We had discussed it before. Teams that are in the playoff picture around this time of the year tend to be the teams that are still discussing playoffs or playoff seating come April. So right now, it looks like you've got one through six. I think the disappointment in the Atlantic Division and it's worth noting the disappointment is Buffalo who was so close last year to ending their playoff drought and have taken a tremendous step backwards this season 
Uh, right now, they are six points out. Right now, they are eight points out of a playoff spot. Now, that's not something that can't be over overtaken, but they have to leapfrog over four other teams. So, uh, I think they, they've been a disappointment. Otherwise, though, Boston doing good. Florida following up last year. Detroit's coming back. Toronto's in the mix again. And you know about Tampa Bay and getting Andre, uh, Andre Vasilevsky back in net is big for them. Yeah, that's a great way to put what's going on in the Atlantic Division. Still a long way to go, but like you said with the NHL, how it currently looks right now is the teams that are most likely going to be fighting for those postseason slots. Moving on to the Metro Division now. And we've got... Well, in first place, it's the New York Rangers. They're at 18-5-1 on 37 points. Philadelphia, the Flyers are behind them at 14-10-2 on 30 points. Then it's the New York Islanders. They are 11-7-7 on 29 points. The Carolina Hurricanes at 14-11-1, also on 29 points. Washington sits at 12, 8, and 3 on 27 points. The New Jersey Devils, they're at 13, 10, and 1, also on 27. The Pittsburgh Penguins, again, so close last year to going somewhere. They're now 11, 12, and 3 this season on 25 points towards the bottom. And then the Columbus Blue Jackets are at 9, 15, and 5. At 23 points. What are you thinking about the Metro? Well, again, New York has had a great year. The Rangers have had a great year uh, with 37 points. And, and don't sleep on what Philadelphia has been able to do uh, with a bit of a turnaround this season. New coaching staff and what have you. Uh, same with the Rangers, uh, of course. Uh, tight races in the in the Metropolitan uh, Division. Rangers, though, leading the charge with those 37 points. Uh, then you look towards the bottom of the division. Columbus has taken a step backwards this year. Pittsburgh uh, starting to show more and more separation from their quote-unquote glory run of about a decade with Malkin and Crosby. Uh, they're towards the they're towards the bottom, but everything's still very very tight in that division. Only really the Rangers who are at the top have separated and Columbus at the bottom have separated. Yeah, so the Metropolitan Division, it's really interesting right now with all these races going on. Even for like the race for second with Philadelphia, New York, Carolina, that's only a one-point difference between those two. Washington is only at 27. That's a three-point difference. Same with New Jersey. It's a complete race. Pittsburgh only at 25. It's just, well, it could lead to completely flipping around and, well, a race for second place, third place. The, uh, well, these spots into the postseason pretty much. I know we're talking postseason at this point in the season, but like you've said a lot, this is how the NHL is gone. The teams right around this time that get themselves into the postseason spots stay in those spots for the majority of the season. So an exciting race there. 
should lead to some fun events. Moving on to the Central Division, Colorado's at top with 16, 8, and 2 on 34 points. The Dallas Stars at 15, 7, and 3, right behind them at 20, up, yeah, on 33 points. Then it's the Winnipeg Jets, who are also right behind them. They're at 15, 8, and 2 on 32 points. The Arizona Coyotes, they're at 13, 10, and 2 on 28 points. The Nashville Predators, even with them, 14, 12, and 0 on 28 points. Then it's the St. Louis Blues. They're at 13, 12, and 1 on 27 points. Then we find the team that a lot of people in this area are looking at, the Minnesota Wild, 9, 12, and 4, 22 points. Then it's the Chicago Blackhawks at 8, 16, and 1 on 17 points. So when you're looking at the Central Division, the two teams that this area is looking at, the Wild and the Blackhawks, both down at the bottom. Obviously, the Blackhawks had all that hype around them with Connor Bedard. And I think they're still a year or two away from the Blackhawks being back. And, and once they're back with Bedard, like you've seen with Edmonton when they got Connor McDavid, they'll be fine. The Wild a little bit uh, more frustrating for them having right now a really down year, made the midseason coaching change that hasn't sparked anything. And they've got probably a month left here to try to get back into the race before you really have to start being honest with yourself and think to next year. Uh, they are they're one good month away from being back in the playoff picture, but they haven't shown any reason to think that good month is coming up. Also, one thing you shouldn't sleep on is what Winnipeg's been able to do this season. They're right behind Dallas and Colorado for the top of the division. So that should be an interesting race for the top. And finally, the Pacific Division has, to really no surprise, the Vegas Golden Knights on top at 17-5-5 five five on 39 points. Then it's the LA Kings at 16-4-3 on 35 points. The Vancouver Canucks at 17-9-1, 35 points tied with the LA Kings. Then it's a bit of a steep drop-off down to Calgary, who is at 11, 12, and 3 on 25 points. Then, just last night, Edmonton was able to jump Seattle. So Edmonton is 11, 12, and 1 on 23 points. And Seattle is 8, 13, and 6 on 22 points. Then it's the Anaheim Ducks, 10, 16, and nothing on 26 points and finally San Jose at 8 17 and 2 18 points Pacific Division we got the top three they're all up in the 30s and then we get down to the four spot and it's 25 so Pacific the Pacific's got a bit of a well uneven balance to it we've got three teams with 35 points and then we get down and pretty much everybody else is at 20. Yeah, what Vegas has done is impressive. Uh, they, they very much 
came into the NHL with their feet running. They've kept it up. They're the defending Stanley Cup champions. I think some people tend to forget that because they are still such a young franchise. They've been to the to the finals twice now and won it once, and here they are again leading the division. They're not going anywhere. Yeah, this Vegas Golden Knights team, they hit the ground running really, really hard, and it's going to be tough to stop them pretty much. Well, I want to quickly touch on who's been really hot right now and who's not. So, one team that's been really hot right now is the Edmonton Oilers. They won six straight games, seven out of their last ten. And this is what Edmonton was looking for after the coaching change to Chris Knobloch. This is what they were looking for, getting them back into the races and hopefully back into the playoffs for them. Who's not the Anaheim Ducks? They've only won one of their last 10 games and just not really where you want to sit these long losing runs are just really bad especially in the NHL which even in December that will hurt you later on well one thing I really wanted to talk on is the move came to the Red Wings that had a lot of storylines around it with the Red Wings being in third place. And now with that acquisition of Patrick Kane, this might make things interesting. Obviously, Detroit has gone on a nice run this year. And they'll look to strengthen up their forward core. The question will be with Patrick Kane is how big of an influence will he be to this Red Wings team? Will he be able to lead them through or maybe he'll struggle this year either way it's too early to tell in his in his Red Wings career so that's the big stuff surrounding what's going on in the NHL I want to go talk about what I have done hockey wise so one thing my team's doing is we're in the middle of our home tournament at Hobbs and I don't really want to talk about what happened in our last game. The team had beaten Hudson. We had gotten destroyed by Hudson. So what's going to happen? We got destroyed. 9-0. And it also didn't... Well, for people that don't know, what does Hudson have to do with any of that? Well, Hudson, we always have to play them to get into the state tournament. And they're always just really, really good every single year. I don't know what it is but they are just too good for us to handle every time. So, yeah, that about sums up what we were expecting. So we are now in the consolation bracket of that tournament, fighting for the fifth place consolation spot. But otherwise, our team is sitting at 4, 6, and 2. Even down to players the weekend before this, we managed to win a game tie two and lose just one so so it's still a so we can still put up fight even down players what are some of the 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 fun memories you've had so far with your hockey season well some fun memories definitely probably definitely the trip to medford just because they thought they were going to have an easy road with us being we're a c team and they're a b team But when we won that game, that felt so good. We actually beat them, and they were shocked so much that they invited us 
to their Medford tournament later in the season. So maybe we'll be in that. Maybe we won't. We'll see. So hockey so hockey wise should be a fun roller coaster this season. What's uh what what's been something you've learned this season? Well well I've learned to get my body in the play and, you know, just not let them skate around me. Because if I let them skate around, then we're going to have problems. That's how teams get goals. And that's how we get, well, that's how we give up those big goals. And you're one of the older kids on the team, so you've taken on a bit of a leadership role. Yeah, I have. I've taken on, like, a role of, yeah, like a like the leader of the team trying to back up my teammates and all that stuff trying to keep everybody motivated and positive even if we're down by a couple goals gotta make sure we just gotta make sure I tell them it's not over yet there's still time and everything is fine so so I've taken on that role so that about sums up this episode. That'll do it for this edition of the Let the Kids Play Sports Podcast.